A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening. Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faber sitting with Captain Scott That's Shank. Me. And Captain Ricky Papour is here and he can hear you. I promise you and we're going to get this. Uh, technical difficulties taken care of. I've been trying, and uh, but so yeah. I've got to take it to the to the experts. Uh-huh. That's all I can tell That's you. That's all you can do. That's now. all I can do. We've all right. Done everything in the world to fix this thing, and it ain't gonna work. Yep. Yep. So anyway, you know we're, all is, we're all here. We're all here, Ricky. It's good to see you. I know that uh, for a couple three weeks you've been under the weather with the same stuff everybody else had. Yep. You know? <laughs> so so it's good to see you. Yep. I, I, I'm I'm glad everybody's healthy. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked a lot. Yeah. We talked and then yeah, I, kinda stuck I call him every day yeah. and go, you all right? Hell yeah, man. I'm I'm like, I'm like, I'm out here working on the tractor. So then I call him the next day. I said, what's going on? Dude, I can't get off the couch. <laughs> Damn, man. I mean, how the hell do you go from I'm working my butt off out here drinking beer to I can't get off the couch drinking Ni- uh, NyQuil. NyQuil. Yeah. No, I, like, I, dang, I, man. It's, 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 it was, it's, it's been very strange. Yeah, I kind of snuck out of town. You know this. I watched uh, watched the games with uh, with all the neighbors on on Sunday and and uh, wow, great football games. But then I was just like, I, I it, it uh, up at our place in Georgia, we had some seriously hard freezes. Mm-hmm. You know, down into the almost teens, um, twenty twenty one degrees. Well, it's uh, so, good you went up there and got to protect them pipes. Yeah, that's that. Well, we had we hadn't been up there since uh, January 9th. Um, and there's been a lot of freezes, a lot of hard freezes since then. But thank goodness for weather apps now, because I kind of looked at the extended forecast and you know we need to leave the water running. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know yeah. we left left the yeah. water running and stuff. Everything everything was great. Weather was flipping beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, February is uh, it's a very cool time to be in the woods, and and then the 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 fish in the pond. You can see, man, it's just uh, it's it, it's starting to. It, it, did you fish at all? I didn't. I didn't. But I fed them. I bet you them specks are on. Oh yeah. Fire. yeah. Well, it, uh, it's it's a little early. Is for, it really? For, yeah, it is. It is for us. Uh, you know, whenever you think about speck fishing in Crescent yeah. Lake and places like that, it is a January February thing. But I mean, you know, I'm three hours yeah, you're north, right. You're right. You're right. and and they usually go on the bed, you know, sometime in in March. But you'll catch the heck out of them. Uh, I mean, I really, honestly, when we have fished for the majority of them is during turkey season, and that's March and April. 
So that's cool. one, one way, okay. one way, one way to keep up with it. Uh, you know. Uh -huh. So, so yeah. But you know, I've I've caught a lot of a lot of big bass and specks at the end of February and all through March. And that's so cool having that right out your door. So you go, yeah, you know what? Oh yeah. Let's oh. just go knock out four or five specks real quick, and we'll fillet them out. And you fishing with jigs or minnows? No, you know. Um, so the the question was, do, do we fishing with jigs or minnows? Jigs. Everything we do is jigs. Uh, now, uh, the the cool thing about uh, most of the tackle stores, if you want to call it that, and and most of it's a lumber store. Or I was going like to say that. it's a it's a they, they, they sell store bait. Whatever, yeah, yeah, you know, you they, know. they sell bait, <laughs> and they they do sell live minnows and. I just love watching a cork go down. You guys know this. You've been Hell we've yeah. been doing this show forever. I mean, I and it's so much fun. And the other thing about um, using the, a, a a minnow is you you do catch a lot of bass too. Yep. You know. Um, so, but but if I'm it, 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 honestly, if I'm getting in the boat and I don't feel like going and buying minnows and stuff, just going around with a, with I don't even know what little size of a jig. Or, no, it's know, just a. It's just a curly tail, little white, oh, okay. you know, a grub. That's all. That's all it is. You know, you throw it, and twitch it. I mean, you're you're using four pound test or whatever it is. You know, does does that place have? Uh, I know we've talked. I mean, we touched before that it has big shiners and stuff in uh -huh. it. But I mean, does Doctor Days think that you need to, um, you know, like get a five gallon bucket of Missouri minnows, you know, a couple thousand minnows, and just throw them in there just to feed the Pat, you know uh, everything because because I've, I've 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 watched this process being done. Uh -huh. um, I'm I'm noticing that the um, the forage okay. is not as prevalent as it has been in the past. You know, last year, um, or when I say last year, last spring, I didn't catch very many bass over eight pounds. You know, and and the spring before that, it was ridiculous. I mean, I I, I have no idea how many I caught over eight pounds. So. Um, and the shiners kind of started disappearing a little last year too, and I haven't seen any shiners. But for 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 shiners, they stay in deep water during the winter time, and then they come up in the shallows during during the springtime. And but I but I haven't seen any shiners. So it, I, I would. I've watched shows where they get you know aquatic I, I, trucks it, come it, and it, it throw it, you a net or two. I, I would, you know, it, a couple it, thousand. If, if honestly, if there was a place I could go to within an hour and get two hundred shiners and a giant bucket of of bull minnows yes i would do it yes absolutely speak of on fishing too though i saw something cool not doing much so fishing shows are on tv you know you can actually dye minnows now not dye as a yeah. dye minnows they have yeah, paint out them. there color yeah. them that you put this in a lot you know they, they just have those big buckets kind of thing uh -huh. but you take this stuff and you can actually paint them fluorescent green or chartreuse, yellow. So while they're orange. in the bait bucket, yeah, and you let this let the solution as they're swimming around. It doesn't hurt them. Doesn't take the oxygen right. away. But somehow they breathe it in. Turns your body pigments to to colors. I was watching Poor this on, guys. on his on his, yeah. on, his <laughs> on his on his American crappy show. I was watching them. You know they were whatever whatever. And I'm going, how the hell is that minnow fire red? You know fire yeah. tiger red. I'm going, and all of a sudden this guy starts saying yeah you drop like whatever four ounces into this bucket and let them swim around there for like 45 you, minutes did, and they die did you happen to listen to the outdoor show on saturday no I wasn't uh, okay we were at the boat show and and it was funny because we kind of were having this conversation that fishermen and golfers and even hunters 
we'll buy anything. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if, if it's advertised correctly, you know, we were talking about the banjo minnow, the helicopter lure. I mean, we, you could go on and on about the stuff that you've seen. But Lagerman had talked about, and, and I I don't, I, I remember something like this, but I don't, I don't remember it being advertised. But he said he had like a, a unit that, that he had in his boat that had a wire on it. Okay. And 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 it, he would drop. It, it was like six feet long, and you would drop this into the water, and you would turn the unit on, and it had colors on it. Yeah. And the dial would go yeah. to what color your yeah lure you're supposed to use that yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That was a big thing. I do too. I, I, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. it, but I'm like, dude, you really bought that? No. It- <laughs> I mean, you know, did you buy the banjo minnow too? And you know, the helicopter lure. And I bought a helicopter. You bought the helicopter. And I'm still mad. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and by the way, that was a. I do know the helicopter lure for a fact was a hoax. There, the, it, yeah. it was. It was a joke. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and never caught a fish on it. Never caught a fish on it. I, I, I get it. And and the other one, which is the the worst. I think of, of all time, and Ricky, I promise you when I tell him this, he's, he's going to start laughing because he's going to agree, is there was a turkey call out a few years ago called the Squealer. And it was supposed to imitate a hen turkey that was squealing while she was being mated. Okay? There is no such thing. And it was supposed to attract gobblers. The only thing that it attracted was coyotes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, this sounded just like an animal, you know, which is which is what you use. Dying or uh, baby or yes, whatever. Yes, exactly, a dying animal. Yes, it was called the squealer. Oh, I, and they, it was, it was on every TV station. I mean, it was, it was, I remember walking in Walmart in, in Eastman, Georgia, and they had their own display, their huge display of just this calls, and 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 it was literally like full. Nobody, nobody bought it. No. <laughs> but it's funny if, if yeah. you get paid to do it, sure, sure, and to talk about it, yeah. you know. And I mean, I, I thought, I mean, you know, I'm I'm just saying. Have you have I'm, you ever had anybody come to you and say, "Hey, I've got this idea," or want you to talk about a product and you're just like uh no no you try to be nice and not like right. embarrass them or tell them that there's no way that's you know my, i mean we're not saying it's not gonna work yeah but yes you might have taken it out there in the middle of a school of bluefish well who the hell <laughs> right. i mean exactly jack's bluefish yeah. spanish yes you know i understand pretty much dude yeah I'm telling you for first off, I used to steal all the McDonald's straws on US-1 at the McDonald's. But that worked. But it worked like hell. That worked. Yes, it did. Tell people what you you did with the straws, the plastic straws. Plastic straws. Way back when, McDonald's plastic straws were white with a red line going down one side and a yellow line going down the other. Mm -hmm. So you would take one of those straws and you'd cut it in four pieces. It'd give you like eight two-inch long pieces. Then you'd take a long shank. Number two, hook, J hook, yeah. hook. Uh-huh. Okay, and you would get you know cut it small enough where you can get the knot. You could tie your knot and all that, but you would tie dropper loops off of it. Mm-hmm. And dude, that thing caught way too many Spanish bluefish yeah. jacks. And you do, I mean, that's how the original. Well, they sell one now. I know West Marine has something that's kind of sort of like it, but. 
boy, you put three or four Al of those. Al pulls something like that. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. But he and he pulls it off a planer, which yeah. is fine, and has like a half ounce jig head or something in the back of it, so it kind of keeps he, he, it he trailing straight. Fish out yeah, on on, on the bar and stuff yeah. like that on the south bar. Yeah, but dude, they, I mean. <laughs> I got caught one time, and I'm all, you know, I was like 25 years old. The guy goes, you got enough straws? I said, I'm having a party this weekend. I didn't have time to stop by the store. <laughs> he had no idea what the hell I was turning him into. lures. But I was making lures out of him. It kicked butt. Yeah. And he dropped down like, you know, I mean, that back then it wasn't anything about fluorocarbon. You just used like 30-pound right. mono and stuff. You try mm-hmm. to stay as light as you could. But, you know, eventually the straw would get all. Oh, yeah. All cased up and all knocked out, and you just throw it away and do it, you know, but you had all these. I'll never forget it. I had, man, I had a pile of them made up. And it was great. It was easy. There's no cost involved yep. but the hooks. Just tied four dropper hooks. Yeah. All right. Tied a jig head to the end. Yep. And let it so, roll. So that was, oh, that, it, was a, it, was a, it was a great conversation about some of the things that we've seen advertised in the outdoor show, in the outdoors, you know, TV. Oh, there's no doubt. It, it, if they it, push it enough, you see the commercial sure, I mean, over and know, over and I mean, over again. Yeah. Come on, man. When Roland Martin told you something worked in the in the, in the, in the 80s, you, you went and bought it, right? I mean, that's what you did. I mean, come on. He can't be lying to I just got to right? tell you, who ain't got progressive insurance? It's the stupid ostrich going down the damn road. <laughs> I mean, how can you not sit there and laugh at that commercial? I mean, come on. Uh, hey, advertising is a great thing. It is. If you got a good advertiser, you're in. Let's take a quick break here <laughs> on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing <laughs> Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Favors. It was Captain Scott Shea. That's me. And Captain Ricky Purpore. Captain Leon Dana when we come back. <laughs> The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Ricky Papour, sitting in with my good friends, Captain Scott Shank and Captain Kevin Favor. That's us. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we got Chip Wingo on the line. Yeah. See there, you missed one. I got one. I got one over on you. So what's up, Chip? Chip, up, guys. What's up, buddy? Uh, glad I didn't fish in the wind today. Oh yeah, it's so, windy today. Yeah, got seemed to get a little windy. I fished the rest first part of the week, but uh, it was. Uh, I fished more water than I haven't fished in a long time, uh, including Clapboard Creek, Sisters Creek, the river. And it wasn't easy. I'll say that okay. much. And I had I had um, three ladies each day. We did a corporate trip with a had some fly fishing guides and uh, um, execs with academy and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. But um, I got to tell you something. I've never seen a woman throw a bait caster or anybody throw a bait caster like a girl I had on the boat. I really? Was like, oh my god. With just a jig head, I was like, "Okay, this will be interesting." <laughs> yeah. And the first cast she made, I was like, "I'm just gonna sit down, and shut up, and watch her fish." <laughs> so, so she brought her own rod and reel. No, they gave us. A, they wanted us to use a couple of the Academy brands, and they put them on the boats for us. Okay. And uh, and uh, she picked this thing up and pulled on the drag and tested the uh, tested the brakes on it real quick. And I yep. mean, I was like, "Wow." 
wow. Okay. So, but uh, it was a weird bite, though. I mean, a lot of the guys got on reds early. Some of the guys went offshore, and uh, you know, catching snapper and stuff. And uh, but inshore, if you weren't in the perfect spot at the right time, yeah, it just wouldn't do. I saw so many redfish. The water was super, super clean, and they were like running ninety miles an hour. I mean, they weren't spooked; they were just pushing down the bank, and they weren't right. stopping. And, hey, uh, but anyway, so, it was a fun, it was a fun day. Not, not to try to change the subject, but I was coming over the Dames Point today, and going obviously southbound. All of that area on that south bank that that's considered Mill Cove. Am I correct? As you're coming over on the south side, yes, all that's Mill Cove. Both sides, all, all, all that's all that's Mill Cove, and there. You know, whenever you go and you buy a a, a a a pond, and it's got cypress knots in it and lily pads, you're like, man, that looks that looks fishy, you know. And that Mill Cove area is, I mean, it was it was a low tide today, and obviously you had a, a very hard wind, so it so it pushed out that tide. And and I, you know, I mean, I'm driving, I'm being very careful, but I still had to look at the oyster bars. Chip, I, I don't see a lot of people fishing that area. Is it? Is it shallow? Or? It's a shallow area, but it's a really, really good area. Um, the, the islands you see, um, yep. there's some out to the, I guess that would be to your right as you're coming south. Um, but anyway, there's islands out there called Crab Island holding a lot of huge trout. The power lines hold fish. There's oyster bars in the middle. There's little grooves and channels. Um, it's There's been... Several, several tournaments, one out of there, and tons of fish in there. But it, it can be sketchy if you don't know where you're going. You're going to plant it low tide and lower tides. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I guess I, you know it's not a uh, center console spot. It's total. It's 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 it's, uh, it's a flats boat spot. You, do you know what I'm talking about, Ricky? I do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it just it just looks. I I I, I look at it all the time because I go over that bridge and I, I'm just like, wow. It just it looks like a great place to throw topwater lures, you know. Yeah, it is. It is. I tell you what, it has. Usually in the summertime, it has phenomenal tarpon bite in there. I know, too. I know, yeah. I know, I know. I yeah. I, I, I know that um, John Botko used to mm-hmm. do a lot of fly fishing in there and stuff. Uh, you know, who owned a, a a fly fishing shop, and and he would he would tell me about those those fish in there, and it killed me because I don't think that it's something that we could get into with a with a, with a bay boat. You know, oh, you, but I you know. can get in there. You, there's a channel that runs. You go up towards the bridge to fish. You're fishing a bridge. Um, they're usually hanging around the bridge <laughs> on the bridge channel mm-hmm. uh, during uh, the incoming tide. Is usually when they were the best. Um, and it was it was good. I mean, that's the, one of the first places I caught a tarpon in Jacksonville. Was there? Well, let me say that first place. One of the first places I hooked one. Right um, on top water, and you know how top waters work with tarpon, not very well. But we did go back and fish them with conventional style tackle and caught them. But um, yeah, that water—it was weird. I watched the water go from like 52 degrees, and I found 64 degrees yesterday in spot. Wow! wow. Holy cow! I mean, big difference. Big difference. <laughs> so you could feel when the wind blew in off the ocean. You could definitely feel it. Yeah. Um, but we finally got on, you know, yellowmouth trout bite. Um, up by the, uh, I call them the, the mattress pads, those big, long concrete pads they put down for the new little jetty. 
Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, I worked. But I had some female anglers that were awesome. You know, and it, it was I, I, a lot of fun. I had a great two days of fishing. It's unfortunate that I didn't catch the redfish I wanted to catch because that was one of the target species. But You know, you know offshore had, fishing was tough this week too, Chip. I, I, was I, I talked to several different guys. Yeah, that fish, like Tuesday was a good day. A couple boats got out. And, and, and they, you know, it wasn't terrible, but it was kind of meh, you know caught some bottom fish yeah uh, hey i heard you talking about the banjo lure and the, <laughs> and the uh uh-huh. the other stuff earlier uh-huh. you know it's funny I, used, I used to throw the banjo i love that thing Come and on. i throw I, I throw some soft plastics that way too now with just a a uh, kale hook or a circle hook on a pinch through the nose but that's funny because <laughs> you'd buy and get what 35 baits Yes. And the rubber bands to keep them weedless. <laughs> I oh, never man. had a banjo, but I had a helicopter lure, and it was the biggest disappointment of my life. <laughs> you kept throwing it, though, didn't you? I was, oh, man, and I live, you know, you know where I live. I live right on the St. John's River yeah. there. Yeah. You know, two-minute walk, to, to, and I had a boat as a kid. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you couldn't I, wait. It was killing oh, me. Oh man, I spent that thirty nine ninety five as an eleven year old. That that yeah. yeah that that's like ten yards. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that you had to mow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 mowing grass. Yeah, yeah. So everything. It was a big deal to get this thing. Man, I couldn't wait to get it. It finally shows up in the mail, mm-hmm. and we cast and cast and cast. I'm I'm I. I can't explain how many times I casted those stupid <laughs> helicopters. I just wouldn't give up. I was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna catch something on yeah, this thing." Never did. Yeah, yeah, you know. But, but I, I will tell you because I can vividly remember both commercials: the helicopter lure and the banjo minnow. The banjo mm-hmm. minnow, damn sure looked good. I mean, the way yeah, they yeah. presented the way they presented that thing in a tank. And and the fish would just 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 inhale it, you know. I was like, wow. And and you know what, Chip, that thing had great action. I mean, it was kind of before, you know, some of the some of the plastics, the jerk baits and stuff that we Absolutely. throw now. You know, yep. and it, 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 that's kind of you know where plastics went to after the banjo minnow. But the helicopter lure, no, it was uh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> complete farce. Hey, did any of you guys ever buy the Budweiser bass plug? Nope. Did you ever I've see that one? one? I didn't I've see that it. one. I had uh, it, one. It, it, Caught one bass on it. I think he was blind and starving. <laughs> but, um, you know, you see stuff like that and you buy it. And I look back at things like that banana lure, you know, that actually caught fish. It was yellow. It barked. And it kind of uh-huh. dug down in the water. That one, mm-hmm. you know, we caught fish on that. I mean, but I... <laughs> I was laughing because I heard you talking about that banjo, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't buy that one, but you know, it was that's pretty funny. So. No, it's it, it is. I mean, it, it's it, it's it's the gadget stuff that um, outdoorsmen, like I said, golfers, if 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 the commercial and the marketing is correct, whether you tell your friends or not. You know, <laughs> you're yeah, gonna, right. You're you're gonna buy one. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and the hunting world's the same way. Like you uh, yes. said that earlier, but it, I mean, there there's a lot of things that are on the market today that are questionable. Oh, of course. Now, the one thing that we can nobody can argue this the the uh, the mosquito repellent thermosel thermosel. Oh, no, we that's how the whole <laughs> that's how the whole conversation started. 
on on Saturday morning because uh, it's it's in our lifetime it's the greatest invention ever. ever. Yes, it's uh, in, awesome in, in, in the outdoors. It's the greatest invention yeah. ever. I mean, to Chip, I know how much you love to turkey hunt, and yeah. Ricky, uh, all of us. I mean, bow hunt, whatever. It was miserable. I mean, I didn't even for years. I didn't. I didn't turkey hunt because it was just. It just. You, there's no way. I mean, you, the, you couldn't even hear the turkeys. No, you couldn't even <laughs> hear the turkeys. Yeah, were, yeah, they had to be on top of you. It to would hear tear them. you off, you know. And and now, click click, and you're. Yep. It's awesome. It is. <laughs> it is. That's funny. Yeah. I have two of them in my turkey vest. In yeah. case one decides to break, I'm not taking chances. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's kind of like the, the the conversation we were all having, including Leon, a few weeks ago when last time Ricky was here, and, and he was talking about a side scan, mm-hmm. and Scott was like, you know, there's got to be a point when it's just too much, and I'm like, okay, give up your trolling motor, <laughs> and he goes, never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean because none of us would give up the iPilot right now. I mean that's no. that's changed. That's totally changed. The way we fish, the way we are work as charter captains—I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. Probably just like the thermocell, the eye pallet is right there. Wouldn't you say so, Chip? Hey, oh yeah, yep. There's but the yeah, fishing. I'm not going without that trolling motor, and hunting. I'm not going without that thermocell. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, the, I, yeah, the spot I, lock for an offshore charter captain is big. It, it's, for any it, fisherman it, it, offshore, it, yeah. it's it, it, the the only problem with it inshore. And Scott, you and I have had this conversation before. It makes you lazy. Yeah, it makes you lazy. And in, in other words, Chip, whenever I had my first years of a trolling motor, some manual trolling motor, correct? So yep. you you would work four hundred yards yeah. of a bank. You, you know what I'm saying, and you just methodically went from little creek mouth to creek mouth, and yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you I didn't sit on a five gallon bucket; I'd break my back. Uh, but, uh, but now, now, Chip, I mean, I, and 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 I think we're all, you know, bad about this. We know where those hot spots are in that 400 yards, right? So now we go and anchor up on that spot, and if we don't catch anything for 15 minutes, we don't get on the trolling motor. And 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 work a hundred yards of bank. We don't. We don't do that anymore. We go. Yeah. We crank up the big engine and we go to the next spot. Mm-hmm. You know. And and I used to catch all kinds of fish in that next hundred yards. You know. It might not well, be. Uh, go ahead, Chip. But I was going to say that's true. But one of the things is also we're taking a lot more people now too. And if you try to work a hundred yard bank line with a trolling motor with four guys on a boat, you know it's tough. Because you're moving, they're casting, and and everything else. But I agree. I mean, I find myself doing that. I'm like, wait a second, slow down. Go up, you know, fifty yards. Work up fifty yards. Right. Fine. Right. You know. Right. Right. Because it, you're it, right. It, we it, pull up and find them and, and stay on them. You know. And for whatever reason, it's harder on the remote control than it is. With it the, absolutely is. And, and I've said all along, they need to have that motor needs to have a manual uh, button. Right. Whatever. Okay. It needs to have a handle that you can use that motor manually, and 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 especially if you've got that long shaft now, you know you could you could lift that shaft all the way up to where you're you're literally it's it's at your hip. Yep. So you don't have to stand there. A hundred percent agree, and I think that that's the next one that they should come out with. 
iPallet slash manual mm-hmm. because it, it, it's it, you're right. Just sitting there with it with with the remote control, sometimes the current, wind, this, that, and the other. It's just you tough. Know, it's, yeah. it, it, it it can be tough, and it's like Chip said, which was a great point. Whenever we started doing trips with trolling motors, our clients understood that that we were going down the bank. You know what I'm saying? So they knew to throw up front, right? And, or to keep throwing up front. But now, because we stop all the time, they don't throw it up front. They throw it where the spot is. And, st- mm-hmm. and, and, and so your presentation's totally different yep. than when you're moving. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and, and you have to reteach, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> people. You know, look, we're, and, I, and, and I know this happens to you all the time, too. You tell people, look, I'm just going to move up about 20 yards. Well, they reel the rods in and just sit there. I'm like, no, keep fishing. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, yeah. yeah I, I mean, yeah. You know, it's like, no, no, that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's, it's, uh, it's, it is, it is different. It is different. Yeah, that's true. And you're right. We do take them for granted until they break, and then it's like, oh God, now what am I going to do? Am I going to actually oh, yeah. have to? You know, you know what Scott does? He goes to the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's if it's broke, I know you did. Yeah. Right there to the Chip, thanks, buddy. You got it, guys. Have an awesome night. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah see man. You see you, Chip. Yep. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. And when we come back, we'll have Leon this time. He he literally just texted me, just got off the water. So we'll get a, a, a true up-to-date fishing report from today. We're right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Captain Faber, sitting in with them. Captain Reese Kapoor, Captain Scott Shake. That's us. <laughs> That's us. That's <laughs> For sure. So, uh, Leon's not on yet. I know that he's busy. He's, he, he may still be cleaning fish or something like that. Uh, you got into the Wahoo shootout. I did. Very cool. Yeah, I'm excited about Very it. Very cool. Yep. You didn't come to the captain's meeting no. on, on Saturday because I was there. I was repping, <sighs> you know, the Mo South Roscoe forecast show, and I was the only one there. I really wanted to go. I was really looking forward to it, but man, you know, like last minute kind of deal. I just right. I felt sick, and I was like, ah, just not worth no, it. No, I, 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 trust me. I, and I'll tell you, you missed a, a a great time. Paul Dozier does does an awesome job at at running the, uh, the Wahoo Shootout in the old school Kingfish tournament. Um, and the, the the cool thing is, is it's kind of it, it's not kind of it's it's open to the public. I mean, so yeah. if you want to come and. Listen to music and dude, he had this, he had this giant thing of bull shrimp and I mean it was it was it was fantastic. Everybody I talked to said yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was it was it was it was a good time. So what's the plan? Do you have a plan? I mean because it's it's right now talking, dude. I don't know anything about wahoo fishing. Okay, I mean if I if I had to learn it, I could probably go learn it, but I, it's 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 too far to go. All right, it's past a mile. So. Everybody's talking about the full moon. Yep. You know, and and obviously, is it is it two or three days before the full moon? Is it two or three days after the full moon? I think everybody's different on how they like to fish the full moon. But for me, I I like a couple of days before. Right. 
uh, that's my favorite, but I'll fish it right through on the full moon day. And, mm-hmm. and in fact, the, the last year, those two big fish that we caught were on the full moon, the day of the full moon. Um, I think the hardest part about the Wahoo deal is knowing where the fish are at. I mean, you know, it, it, that's always the hardest part. They're constantly moving. Yep. And, you, you know, you might catch some smaller fish here and yeah, go 30 miles north and catch big fish. Let's, it, let's, let's bring Leon up for this because this is this is an interesting conversation. So, Leon, if, if you and I are fishing together, and let's just say we're in a redfish tournament, right? All right. And it's going to be next Saturday. Well, hell, we can pre-fish Thursday and Friday. You know what I mean? We could sure. we could we could go and find us a school of fish and 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 turn our phones off and you know wahoo fishing's not that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't. I mean, I'm sure. Look, if you got a, a an unlimited budget and you know you're saying okay, I'm going to fish on Friday, um, February 25th. And you're going to go, okay, we're going to pre-fish on, you know, Wednesday and Thursday. I, I don't see that being feasible. You know, I mean, I mean, which way are you going to go? I mean, even if you go, let's just say you go 90 miles southeast and you find fish, you know, there's there's just no guarantee that those fish are going to be there on Saturday. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's a different for you and I, Leon, because honestly, if I find me a school of redfish and I leave them alone and I know nobody's beating them up, there's a good chance they're going to be there on Saturday, you know. They're going to be within 200 yards. That's right. They're, they're, exactly. And and here's the other thing, Leon. You and I just spent $30, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, if you're going pre-fishing for Wahoo, I mean, that's, you know, you've, that's, that's, that's tough. Well, and then, yeah. and then if you catch a hundred pounder. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? Uh, release yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and, and yeah. the toughest part is the weather. Uh-huh. You know, you're not That's throwing right. high speed trolling in six foot seas. You can some. I mean, some right. of these guys have you know, forty seven foot catamarans. I mean, right. That, that, but but on my boat, we're not going fishing in that. Right. And uh, it's tough. It just trying to find that right time. You have to. You just have to try to make the best decision you can and not look back. You just got to let it go. If we didn't catch fish today, let it go and go on to the next day. Well, I think the coolest part about this, Leon, is that the the rules have changed quite a bit since the beginning of this. And now you can weigh two fish in a a day, correct? Yep. So that changes everything, man. If you get on the right bite of fish, you know, now now at least you, you, you may not. Because, look, let's face it. In, in, in February, March, there may not be three days that you can fish. That's right. You know, there. It, it, seriously, I mean, there there may be. You just like, you know what? I'm just. I, it's too damn rough for me to go out there. So you've got to take advantage of of the days that you can get out. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah, there's 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 a lot to that. Leon, what'd you catch this afternoon? I only got two reds today. Uh, one was 33. One was 25. And. Nice. My God, that wind from the south was absolutely brutal today. I mean, that was just murderous out there. I mean, it had to have been 20 the entire time we were out there. And I fought hard, man, trying to position the boat, and get to a <laughs> bank that wasn't muddy. And then, I, like I said, I, I fished till probably 6.10 this evening. I'm in the truck right now, 
and uh, I fished some deep holes and produced that last 25 or right there with the sun down. And I'm using live finger mud in the valley. The valley is just chuck full of those selects if wow. you know where to look for them. Yep. And uh, there's a decent trout bite going up here. Water temperature got as high as 64 degrees today. I mean, I mean I'm not joking. I started at the beginning of the week. I think it was 50, 51 degrees. Yep. And it's just you get these sun, the, the, this giant fluctuation, and you got to be fluid, you know? I mean, before this full moon hit, I was I looked like a rock star, and these last two days, man, <laughs> during and just after, whoo, that full moon, boy! If you don't think it don't affect the bite, it sure enough does, man. Isn't it, isn't that you're... interesting? We, we just had this conversation. These guys are wahoo fishing; they're looking for the full moon, you know. Man. And and, man. And, and 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 you know, full moon in June is that's the, the old saying. That's when the kingfish hit the beach. You know, it brings them in there. But I'm with you, Leon. I'll tell you right now, I hate tarpon fishing on a full moon. I can't stand it. I, I do believe that those fish, I know they feed at nighttime anyway, but I think that they they, they feed really hard at nighttime on a full moon. Um, and and, and you, you it's if, if you're not out there at the crack of dawn and fish that, what, Leon, last or, or first 45 minutes of light, it's over with, during a full Game moon. Game over. Game over. Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. But you guys – Wahoo fishing are looking for the full moon, and then I and, and I agree with you on the inshore bite, Leon. I've you know done it enough that that I I, I do not like fishing on, on the full moon uh, as an inshore. The only fisher. time the only time I'll fish the full moon during the tarpon bite is at night, and yep. I'm fishing under the Volano Bridge or I'm fishing the Bridge Alliance, and which, that's when it does get fun. Which oh that's fun. That is fun to me because I'll fish that outgoing tide on the full moon. And that bait's just getting swept underneath the bridges, and you just watch, you can just hear them getting destroyed. Yes. And I'll fish from midnight till daybreak. I mean, I just okay. love doing that. I got, I got, I got two more questions for you. Um, All right. Any dead snook? None. Awesome. None. Saw that's none. Surprising, but awesome. Yeah, that's it. Just it, it didn't stay cold long enough. The the last no. We 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 yeah. we've, we talked about this, you know, last week. I don't know if you're listening. I mean, it's the last major fish kill we had. It was cold, cold. I mean, for three or four days. And it was supposed to do this that last, you know, last week or whatever days it was supposed to right. be last weekend. It was supposed to get like 20 degrees for two days. Yep, yep. Yeah. But at least it got high enough during the day. Yep. You know, whether it be 45, it didn't get above freezing oh. for for three or four days, and it it just cooked. Right. Um. Next question. Tell us a triple tail story, man. That was a, that was a heck of a triple tail you caught. <laughs> you know what? It's better lucky than good someday. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that was, uh, what was that, Monday or something like that? 51 degree it, water temperature. And yep. I, I walk over to, I putter on down to Joe Ferguson's dock, which he's about nine docks down from the bridge, uh, the Palm Valley Bridge. And I went to his house and picked up a couple cigars from him and, was relaxing for an hour before my client showed up, and I we walked back down to his dock. And as we're walking down the dock, I look over to the right, and there's a big old triple tail sitting floating right on its side next to his dock. And I went, "Looky there!" And I just oh. posied on down to my boat, picked up one of my rods, put a mud minnow on it, walked right back up on his dock, plopped it right down in front of his face. And I mean, it took about three, three, you know, jigs in front of him to finally go. 
yeah, I'll eat that. And he ate it. And uh, he didn't fight like Godzilla, which I'm kind of glad he didn't around that piling. But yeah. uh, Joe Ferguson for the assist, he netted it, and it weighed in just a hair under nine pounds. That's a it great was delicious. fish. Awesome. Delicious. Delicious. So that that's my claim to fame, this this our Arctic winter storm for uh, Florida, 2022. <laughs> 20, 20, 20, yes, that's sir. Good. Uh, yeah. That's that. When you sent that, I was like, you know, first off, you know, I, I know for a fact you were the only person out fishing. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and because it, it, huh? And I had a redfish bite too on top of it. Yeah, that's that's the first that's, thing. Yeah, that that's that's. So you didn't. So so you threw the triple tail in, in, in the box, right? You hadn't even done your charter yet. Yeah. Right. And so I, then we went out fishing, had a great time, caught some nice fish that day. Uh-huh. And my clients were looking in the live and they, oh, look at, the, oh, I don't remember catching that. And I went, and you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Did you share or did you take that home to mama? I shared a, a fillet with mama uh-huh. and I shared a fillet with Joe Ferguson for the assist with the net. Very nice. Yes. Hey, he got, one he thing. Got one thing about a, one, one thing about a triple tail, they got some meat, Jack. I mean, they are they are a thick fish with thick fillets. Um, you 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 get some meat off of those dudes. Not like a sheep's head. You know, it's got that big belly. You know, with that that triple tail, man. Whew. He had he's shoulders. Got some, he's got he's got shoulders. Absolutely. He sure did. All right, Leo. Well, we're gonna let you go. I know. I know you've had a long day. We appreciate you. I'm putting the boat in the yard now. Thanks, guys. But, Hey, buddy. See you, Leon. See you, Leon. Just real quick before we take a break, uh, kind of going back to your your, your Wahoo strategy, is it all high speed? For me, it is. That's all I do. Yeah. Does anybody bait fish anymore? Uh, You know, I don't really know of anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You mean pulling like mullet? Ballyhoo. Yeah, Ballyhoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of guys do that. In, in, in the tournament, they're still doing it, mm-hmm. and I will sometimes too. I guess uh, I, I'll bring them, but I might not fish them. Right. The the I, I just got a gut feeling that the, the 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 bigger fish are caught on the high speed. Well, I mean, just look at what's happened in the last five, six, seven years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That's numbers. I th- think you can catch more. I think you catch more numbers on the ballyhoo or the mullet or whatever. Right. But uh, the bigger fish seem to be, yeah, caught on on the high and, speed. And, and not only that, obviously you're covering a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Finding fish. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if if you catch a fish, hit mob right. Mm-hmm. And 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 you have to make. How how big of a circle, you know, like when we're slow trolling pogies, I, I literally, I got one in the prop wash and one kind of medium and one maybe what we would consider long. I can turn the wheel pretty hard and circle back and get on that spot. You can't do that when you're high speed, can you? I mean, you... yeah, I do on my boat. I, I only, I'm only, some days I pull five, some days I'm pulling four, mm-hmm. um, but they're spaced out and weighted differently. So mm-hmm. they 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 enter they they'll they'll pass each other the lines will cross over and yeah I I can turn pretty tight okay yeah interesting yeah. I'm I'm learning something I like it six four one ten ten you listen to the most Southwest Girl Fishing forecast Captain Kevin favorite Captain Ricky Papour.
Uh, and we haven't figured out where Scott went, but we'll be right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Come to come favor, Captain Ricky before. Um, as promised, we're going to give you a little marine forecast, and uh, you might not want to hear this. Um, tomorrow, south winds 10 to 15, 3 to 5. Saturday night, or Saturday, I'm sorry. North winds 15 to 24 to 6. Saturday's out. Sunday gets worse. Northeast winds 20 to 25, 6 to 8. Monday, north winds 15 to 25 to 7. Um, Tuesday, north winds 10 to 15. So all the way through Tuesday, Ricky, it doesn't look like anybody's going fishing. Um, and, and again, that's it, it's, it, it's, it's Thursday. Florida. You know, I get it, you know, but it's, it's just one of those things that, uh, uh, it, it's it's hard to predict that far out, but it is it, it is easier for them to predict marine forecast in the winter time than it is in the summertime. You know because you have so so many different variables of afternoon thunderstorms and everything else in the summertime, and in the wintertime you have fronts that come through. But you and I were talking about during the break, man. It it just. October, November seem to be like our two months of, of, of really good weather this year here. And you and I, <laughs> you, you were having boat maintenance done, and I was I was going in the woods. Yeah. So anyway, it's um, it, it it's it, it, it we were also talking that during during the summertime, um, it didn't even you know we 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 still we st- we still had a um. A tough time with the weather. I mean, even even for 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 you know twenty twenty one during during the summertime, the, the the weather just was was no good, no good at all. There you go, much better. Tried that. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Musical instruments. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the, the 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 three cups. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, I know. I, I I get it. I get it. But yeah, I know you're looking forward to it. Uh, I I know. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I had to turn your offer down, but uh, you know, I'm 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 sure it's an exciting fishery, and I think that it's so cool that it's so big here in Northeast Florida, and what a fishery we have. I mean, it's like world renowned, man. It, it really is. I mean, it, it seriously is. I- and it's taken me a minute to figure that out, like the, yeah. the, how how real it is. Northeast Florida has some of the biggest wahoo caught year after year after year. It's a continuous thing, the number of big fish we have here. Yep, yep, absolutely. Thanks, Ricky. Appreciate it. For Captain Ricky Purpore, Captain Scott Shake, Captain Leon Dana, Captain Chip Wingo, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Y'all have a great weekend, and make sure you join us for the Nimic Outdoor Show on Saturday morning from 7 to 10. We'll all be there. Log them in at Captain Kirk. Have a great weekend. See ya. See ya.